many, so many things happened today. It's it's one of those days where you just don't know which news to follow. There's so many talentless bitches that are complaining that they never won a Grammy. Yes, it's because you're talentless. That's why you didn't win a Grammy. So stop your bitching. Otherwise, you wouldn't have won. I must say, at least, at least they gave the correct award to the correct person. Because remember, a few years ago, they they couldn't even do that correct. They gave the incorrect award to the wrong person. I think people should just, the music industry and record labels should just, they should just give up on the Grammys because they just can't seem to get anything right. Apparently this huge uh, um, scams going on in the, in the, in the Grammys. Uh, people are calling it the scammies now. Uh, people are calling it the, the, there's lots of corruption going on, which we all knew already. It's just taken this long for the news to surface. But I'm, I'm really, I have no sympathy for all those people who didn't win a Grammy because it just shows that you're not, ta- you're not good enough. I mean, people like The Weeknd are bitching because his song "Blinding Lights" didn't win a, a, a Grammy. Yes, it's because it's a okay song to sing, a, you know, to sing to when you're in the car, but it's not the kind of song that you would go back to on your playlist and go, mm, "I really like this song." We'll get onto that uh, in the news this evening because we've got a lot to get into in the news. Um, so we'll, we'll dive into some of what ha- we'll, we'll dive into what happened in the Grammys uh, in the news. <sighs> well, Maradona's died. Lots of things happen in the news. Uh, Thomas, I'm sure Thomas will give us a, a full uh, obituary on uh, on his uh, on his death today. I have my suspicions on why he died. They say it was a heart attack, but nah, I think it was an overdose of cocaine, which probably led to the heart attack. But we'll we'll, we'll dive into that uh, when we get into the sport. I'm sure Thomas will give us a a, a an obituary to that and uh, some lots of good things to come up on the show this evening. I'm very much looking forward to tonight's show. I have to apologize, and I really do have to apologize for for yesterday. I was here, I was doing the show, and I just thought, you know what? I am talking the biggest load of shit I have probably ever sp- spoken in the past two years. And I had to just, I had to can the show. I stopped halfway through my show, and... I left, which is why there was no podcast. If you have subscribed to the podcast, there was no podcast for you to listen to this morning. And uh, I won't accept anything but perfect. I think you guys deserve a hell of a lot and not just some average podcast. I've always said, I've always said this to to people who are interested in, in what we're doing that I am much happier having just one listener. I mean, I we have much more listeners than that. But I'd be happy. I'll be happy just to have one listener than to have hundreds of listeners. And you know, when I did on the radio, because you know, those people who listened to me on the radio were most of them were stupid anyway, so they didn't really mean much to me, and they weren't really that valuable to me. Whereas you guys are valuable to me. So whenever I do make the show, I want to make sure that the product is good. And, you know, it's it's been brought up in a few meetings that, you know, we should look at charging our listeners, but I'm not doing that. I'm not going to charge my listeners to listen to, to something that shouldn't need to be charged. There are companies that do charge per listener, and it works for them. You know, companies like Sirius Radio charge per listener. But I'm not going to do that. 
So even though you're getting a product that is absolutely free, I'm going to make sure that that product is the best product, the best free product you're going to get. So as a, as a broadcaster, and I say this, I say this really proudly because not many people can call themselves a broadcaster because there aren't, there aren't many of those around anyway. But as a broadcaster, you, you know when you're talking absolute shit. And I just wasn't prepared to distribute that to, to you guys. So I need to apologize about what happened yesterday. I was very upset when I left, when I left the studio to go back home. But it, I had to do it. I was not comfortable giving you guys what it was that I was giving you. And thank goodness because, jeez, you guys deserve a hell of a lot more. All right, uh, we've got a full house this evening. We got Thomas, we got executive producer Natasha is here, and also Marius. And I'm not sure if Marius is is Marius here, guys, because you see the thing is, I see all of you in the in our in our room. Are you here, Marius? No whiskey tonight. Yep. No whiskey. <laughs> well, yes. Let's let's leave it like that. I must. I have to ask you, by the way. Speaking of whiskey, what's your what is your 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 best flavor of whiskey? Well, because I don't know. I, I don't know a lot about this, so this is why I'm asking you. I think it's like asking Marius, which is his favorite child. Yes, exactly. Well, he's only got one. <laughs> things it's not always an ultimate flavor or a favorite um it depends uh, on uh, quite a number of things you know the age the the cask that was used um or the, the type of barrel uh, the wood um uh, so there's a number of things so sometimes uh, a couple of times a year you will come across a specific uh, uh, single malt that uh, uh, that is quite good um, but I do do enjoy something that a a flavour that leads a little bit towards peaty, not not too much of a peat, uh, but having a little bit of a peaty taste. Okay, very interesting. I also like a bit of swart peat in my uh, whiskey. I knew it. it I like knew peat. it. So you like your whiskey black, Thomas? Yeah, pretty much. Peaty. I knew it. as peaty as possible. I knew it. I knew it. I don't know much about whiskey. Um, it tastes like I'm licking the bottom of an old wooden ship. Then I'm, then I'm happy. An <laughs> <laughs> uh, old burned wooden ship. Some of fucking alien. For the kiss, it's twelve euro. Yes, us. You know, it's ever as it may for smoke. You know, I remember. I remember when I. Uh, when I lived in, uh, when I was living in Cardiff, and uh, I was studying in Cardiff, and in between my my radio adventures and uh, being almost being kicked off, or one of one of a few reasons why I got kicked off uh, campus radio, I was working in a bar, and you know, part of your job as a barman is you have to tr- you have to um, taste products. It's like um, being a waiter; you have to taste whatever new food uh, that. That they have on the menu, so you can recommend that, it. That's not. That's not true. You're not supposed to drink as a bartender. That's why you got fired. No. So I uh, know. I'm. I'm. I'm getting to it. I'm building up to it. So uh, we would. We would have people from coming from Diageo um, who make um, uh, Johnny Walker and um, some other products, and they would come and say, "Oh, you need to try this this whiskey," and you know they would they would come and tell you it's a fine malt blend scotch from the highlands and i'm just like okay and you know you're supposed to put it on the on the back of your at the back of your your throat and let it warm your throat as you're swallowing it and i'm just like okay so i don't know much about this um which is why i'm i'm very keen to to get these um to get these guys at san marius um these these samples of whiskey on the show because i would 
I'd love to talk to these guys and actually find out what it is, you know, that people enjoy about whiskey. I mean, a few years ago, I you would never see me drink wine. But now, I for some reason, I enjoy a glass of wine. And I, you know, I can, if I drink a glass of wine, I can tell you what flavors are in that wine that I'm drinking, whether it's re- a red wine or white wine. I can tell you, oh, it's got a bit of a... Um, cherry flavor to it or it's got a bit of a, a, a acidic uh, flavor to it so maybe it's just maybe i just need a bit of time but uh, it'll be good to to find out you know what it is that that makes people enjoy um drinking whiskey do you drink whiskey on the with ice Morris, or just on its own um i i enjoy whiskey neat um, what I will do sometimes, if you get some of these uh, um, single malt um, whiskies with a very high content, uh, alcohol content, um, 62 plus, um, it helps to, you know, just drop two or three or four uh, uh, drops of water in it. Uh, that, of course, releases the flavor, um, but also dilutes a little bit the high, high um, percentage of alcohol. Um, and that's that's how I enjoy it. Um, a lot of people uh, drink their whiskey different with ice, with one block of ice, with two blocks of ice, um, with a little a little bit of water. But in general, I, I enjoy it neat. Um, a lot yeah. of people will ask you. A lot of people will ask you, how do you drink whiskey? And I think the general answer is just how you enjoy it. Mm. Um, it's kind of like drink it. it's kind of like someone asking you, how do you enjoy your sex? Do you enjoy it rough? Do you enjoy it passionate? You know, do you do you enjoy the whole two minute sex? You know, it's yeah, it's a personal thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely different. personal. A rough two minutes of passionate sex. Hmm. That's kind of me. You know, two minutes done. Two minute man. Yeah, I mean that's that's all like that's 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 pretty much as as much as I can last. But anyway. So it'll be good to uh, it'll be good to find this out. Do you drink um, do you drink your whiskey with 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 Coke, or with Sprat? Oh come on! Or 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 do you drink it with Tab? Because that's a real Afrikaner thing. That then then there's no way you should actually drink any whiskey. <laughs> I drink mine with Pinot. Vicky Wizard and Pinot far any I tell you what, you know my, you, you know what my favorite drink is, is um, spiced rum with uh, pineapple juice. I love that. I love drinking spiced rum and, and pineapple juice. Like, um, what's that Sailor Jerry? Have you heard of Sailor Jerry's? I like that. That's good. It's kind of my go-to drink. Or even apple juice. Any of the any of the two are, are, are really good. What's yours, Natasha? What do you enjoy? What's uh? What's your favorite drink? I would say I'm a bit out of practice. I think mm-hmm. uh, you know, after having two children and uh, you're never uh, out. and breastfeeding for quite a while, uh, alcohol and that doesn't mix. So uh, I do I do enjoy uh, the odd uh, glass of wine. I prefer red. And um, if I do have a, a something cold, I I love a good uh, uh, gin and tonic. With some uh, rosemary or cucumber, just something to to, to flavor it with. So uh, I would say at this stage, it's uh, it's that and alcohol-free beer. <laughs> you see, I, I always imagined you to drink Pims. For some reason, I don't know. For some reason, you give me this vibe. You're a Pims person. But I drink Pims and soda. Well, uh, oddly enough, uh, when I got married, we got married in the in the spring. And that was the welcome drink when yeah. people arrived at the venue. It was pims and soda with some with some fresh strawberries and some blueberries in it. So uh, you're not far off, um, mm. but it, it's not my favorite drink. I do, I, there's so many things that that are that about you, Natasha. Like I, 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 you come across as someone who I would meet at Wimbledon drinking pims in the sunshine, <laughs> eating strawberries and mm. cream. Yeah, you come across as that kind of individual am i right or am i wrong i I think i'm a good balance of refined Mm. and rough around the edges as well because i mean i am a lady who can say fuck 
Yes. No, absolutely. You you have uh you've yeah, you 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 set the example. You say it quite well. Mm. And it's one it's you know, it's it's one of the reasons why I'm I'm happy to to you know, have you as 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 my producer because, you know, you you set the example to many uh many females. Yes, you know, you can be you can be very quiet, but at the same time you can say, "Wait, do your fucking job. So, no, it's good. Yes, you're going to say something. I saw I, yeah, I saw you. I saw that movement. I wanted to say this is true. So, uh, oh. every, t- every now and again, I have to take off my long and hard producer stick. Mm. And, uh, yeah. Mm. Well, you've, Thank you've, you like a good mom would. You've caned me so many times. But, you know, listen to the show. How good is the show? It's because you keep caning me. That's why. I've had to replace this chair because I, my ass is just caned all the time. So I have a new comfortable chair in the studio. Uh, Thomas, what's your favorite drink? Because I know you enjoy your wine. No, no, I used to. Um, you, I remember you telling me on the show the other day you were, you were drinking the Sauvignon Blanc or Pinot Grigio or something. Oh, it was a little, little um, one of those, you know, gift packs that the marketers um, send you and say, let's have a wine tasting on Zoom. Um, is so that your, is that your new client? No, no, this is somebody else. Um, uh, this is the escort service. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're just trying to keep their clientele happy. You know? uh, no, not at all. Um, I'm not familiar with the European wines. Um, and I'm not, I'm actually quite eager to learn. I figured out that anything with a chateau in front of it is a good French wine. Um, okay. Spanish wines are okay. Um, I actually prefer the European wines to the South African wines. There are a few South African wines that are you know, just ridiculously good. Yeah. Uh, like Andreas Shiraz, uh, I think it's 2014. If you can still get it, 2016. It's it's a, there's something wrong with the earth there. It's not it's not right. Whatever's happening there is not natural. Don't the Palatones um, make wine? I heard they make some really good wine. God, I hope not. No, really, so I heard they make music. wine. Um, but I like whiskey. <laughs> I'm I'm quite quite uh, whiskey is probably a penis drink at the moment that I drink. Um, it's, it's what a penis drink. Cleanest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so she says a penis drink. It's like that's something new. Tell me more. Mm, penis drinking. It's not something I, I, I you know, normally do. Um, I have to be really drunk to drink a penis. I mean, that's just that's. Uh, I don't. I, I have to not be able to remember that shit. Um, yeah, but I do like whiskey. I do prefer PT whiskey, same as Marius. You know what? I think. You know what? I think we should do, Marius. When when do you get more samples? We should have a drinking session at your house. And then you can teach us about this uh, whiskey. I think Morris wants no, to no, drink it. We, we can certainly plan that. Yeah. Um, um, I just want to check with Thomas. Uh, is, uh, do you drink whiskey, the whiskey kind with an E, or a whiskey without an E? Um, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the, the spelling of the word whiskey. You can either spell it with um, an E or without an without an E. Oh, so one is South African or British, and the other one is American. <laughs> no, it's just in general both are correct. Uh, but in general, um, whiskey without an E is basically uh, the name well mentioned when you get a whiskey from um, uh, Scotland, or if the whiskey has been made in Scotland, Canada, or Japan. Uh-huh. But uh, whiskey, the whiskey spelling with an E, is yeah. basically drinks that was distilled in the United States or Ireland. Ah, interesting. You see, you see. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to interview these guys, Morris. I'm just going to interview you because you seem to know a lot about this. <laughs> I do. I do like the Japanese whiskey. Well, you have to be in the, in the mood to drink a Japanese whiskey, but um, and the Irish whiskeys, um, anything from the Isle of Skye. I think that's pretty much. Anything PT. So basically, th- what you're saying is the colder the, the temperature, the, be- the better the whiskey. Because that's, you know, because in Scotland it's freezing, in, in, in Ireland it's cold. Japan, yeah, the, the, Japan the gets cold. Cli- the climate also plays uh, a small contribution factor, but um, most of it is basically your. Uh, uh, your cask uh, that is used, the wood that is used, um, 
and at PIVS, some of the whiskies will be barreled in, um, uh, for instance, American bar barren uh, wood barrels, um, and it inherits that flavor um, out of out of the barrel uh, into the whiskey. So uh, many things um, uh, helps with uh, with the taste of the whiskey. Hmm. You see, I learn new things every day, but it's it's fascinating. Um, I'd certainly like to like to hear more of this over a, a a a whiskey trial session i think you know i think us as 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 a team should um we should do this and uh see uh what our what what we can discover about whiskey i mean i'm sure there's lots that we can discover about whiskey all right everyone let's uh let's play a song let's get the let's get the show started i keep saying let's get the show started even though the show's actually started but let's play a song, and uh, when we come back, Thomas is going to have some of your sports. Um, we're going to learn about a new sport that uh, is apparently in existence somewhere in the world. And also, I'm sure Thomas is also going to give us some news on on Maradona sniffing too much cocaine before his heart eventually give, gave up on him. So plenty of stuff uh, to, uh, to talk about in the sport, and of course, we also have... Um, some news that we are going to be uh, diving into. So here is Alan Stone and uh, Sunny Days. She gets me higher than a seven four seven. Turns me up to 11. Man, this must be heaven. I never doubt I'm loving for a second. Two to three babies and a wedding. I'm spending something's coming all over me. I'm obsessing head over Shooting like Peyton in the 90s. Everything's exciting. She's the wave that I am riding. The thunder to my lightning. She's the one and only cake that I am icing. Oh, something's coming all over me. I'm obsessing head over Ain't always sunny days, but right now I can feel no rain on me. It would take so much hate for my smile to leave, because I know the one that loves, she loves me. She loves me. Sunny days. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, there has been a lot of sunny days recently. And if this is what winter is like in the Netherlands, I love it here already. Uh, Alan Stone, what a cool song. Super chilled song. Okay, let's get into some uh, sport for you. Uh, Thomas has got uh, some sports. We're going to learn about some new things. So I'm, I'm, this is what I love about the sports update is that because it's not every day like you hear on the radio, 
and you know it's usually usually when you usually when you listen to the sport on the radio it's some guy giving you the cricket the cricket updates or 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 results from the previous night's premier league games yeah but you can do that on your phone but apparently that's that's what radio management want because they think we're not educated but you know again as i alluded to in the beginning of the show there are still unfortunately those uneducated people that listen to radio and that's how radio still exists is because of those uneducated people and those people will never disappear from radio because for them to connect to a podcast is it's really difficult in their brain to to do so i'd rather them actually listen to radio cuz i don't want those people listening to me or in fact any show that we have here on amsterdam lab all right thomas are we ready I'm having some technical difficulties, but I'm just just gonna wing it. What are your technical difficulties? I need a new laptop. Oh. Technical difficulties. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I will give you this. Uh, I will give you this tablet that we have in the studio because this is just just a waste of a time. This tablet. I don't want your problems. <laughs> First world problems. All right. Are we ready? Here we go. All right. Okay, so big news today. Diego Maradona passed away. Um, for those of you who don't know who he is. Uh, yeah, who is he? Remind me. Oh, God. Are you drunk? No, my chair just decided to throw me off. So. Yeah, that's what happens when you drink too much uh, whiskey. Or alcohol in general. No, I have a, I have a very like, cool chair, but it's it's like spring-loaded. And I think one of the springs just went and nearly threw me over oh, the fucking table. You know what? I just got an idea. You should get next time for your sport report. Be gone. Next time for your sport oh, report, you should get your cat. I'm sure your cat will, will make some really interesting noises. My cat's right here. Both of them are here. The one is trying to sleep and going, fuck off, shut up. And the other one's going, I'm going to do something stupid to you in a minute. Uh, there's a new sport. You get your chairs to throw you around. Yeah, I know. I know. You do get the sport of it's called Japanese um, chair racing. I mean, the people actually do serious racing in chairs. Um, yeah, I, I other than it, it's there. You gotta look for it. Anyway, back to Maradona. Maradona is probably, if not the greatest, one of the greatest football players in the history of football. Um, well, I think everyone's very sad for his loss. I don't think anyone. Wasn't expecting it at some point. Um, <clears throat> I was actually expecting Charlie Sheen to go before Maradona. <laughs> but um, <laughs> these, these are the only two people who walk out with briefcases filled with cocaine. Because, I mean, everyone's going to go, hey, there goes Diego Maradona with some paperwork. Um, no, they, they snorted a lot of cocaine. Diego Maradona was, um, he comes from South America, so it's kind of an occupational hazard. Every time it it rains you can possibly get hit with a bag of cocaine you know i i heard us i i heard i it's not really a story it's more of a of a of a sad thing but uh, i heard that if you if you still if you still own a a south african passport and uh if you are a drug dealer pretty much you're 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 in good business because that's all you that's all you can go to with a south african passport is south oh, america yes, without a visa yeah. Yeah. So if you're a drug uh, dealer and you have a South African passport, you're in good shape. Well, the minister, minister of police as well, came back with a couple of kgs of uh, cocaine in uh, diplomatic bags. Hmm. What does that tell you? Hmm. How, do, how do you think that law came about? Anyway, let's not talk about our our pristine, clean government back in South Africa. Uh, anyway, Diego Maradona. Uh, he died of a heart attack. He had a brain surgery two weeks ago to remove a um, uh, aneurysm or a blood clot of some sort, which was sustained during a you know early head injury. Um, these things happen. Is it related to his cocaine use? I don't know. Uh, um, I, I have my suspicions. Well, Keith Richards is still going. Um, so I think uh, just you know. You, he, he meant a lot to a lot of people. Um, I think we, we shouldn't take away from that. He's uh, he was an inspiration. He took Argentina to um, to victory, to Spain to victory, to Italy to victory. Yeah, he's not he's not really England's best friend because he knocked them out of the World Cup no, with the hand no, of God. No. no, he isn't. He is. He becomes <laughs> the hand of God when he's on the field because 
God gave him some really good cocaine. <laughs> and um, <laughs> space coke, coke from God. Um, that's the good stuff. So, and he, he was really this kind of character that, that would be, um, you know, he, he didn't hold back. He said what was on his mind. <clears throat> if, it, if it meant he had to, excuse me. <coughs> are, you, are you doing cocaine whilst reading the sports? No, I'm probably doing corona again. Jeez, what's going on in your house, Thomas? First you're falling off the chair, now you're con contracting corona. You never know. Anything is possible. Are you sure? Maybe you're not allergic to your cats. No, no, luckily not. I might be allergic to life. Um, let's open the window. Please. I think there's a plant in here that's trying to kill me as well. The plants are striking back. I figured out the only way to keep Thomas is to poison him in the air. See, now, so, do me a favor. Anyone who's listening to this podcast, please... Go and listen to a regular sports updates on the radio. And then tell me what you think. Which one do you prefer? Carry on, Thomas. Okay, well, when I eventually get to sports. Um, <laughs> so Diego Madonna, quite a character. Um, he was inspiration to a lot of people. Uh, his country of origin was obviously is quite troubled right now. Was was quite troubled back then. So a lot of young people looked up to him. He did a lot of good things. Uh, he had some trouble with cocaine later on in his, in his career. Um, he probably was the only player funded by Pablo Escobar, or sponsored in part. Um, he, made, he, made, he, did, he, did, he did a lot of, he shoved a lot of bugle up his nose. Um, but uh, that was just his character. I think his character wasn't the drugs. I think he was who he was, and he was a real, uh, very real, and that also pissed off a lot of people. So I said that he had to be remembered for uh, you know, the odd hodgy bodgy and. Um, you know, the Bolivian marching pilot. But all in all, um, a legend. Um, they are they're comparing him, well, they're grating him as, as one of the greats. So, yeah, rest, may he rest in peace. Mm -hmm. he, oh yeah, just, just, a, just a side note, in his career, he scored 357 goals. Hmm. I don't, a, I don't know, is that good or bad? That's fuck, that's a fuckload. Hmm. That's or, a fuckload. or did he think he scored those many goals? No, Even no, the no. cocaine they played on his mind. That's that's what he scored. I don't know how many goals he scored after the game with the cocaine. I don't know how many, how many. Uh, how many women he he scored afterwards? Yeah, yeah. I know, I know the deal. Women, men, you never know, eh? Roy Van Vitte, John Wayne, anything can happen. Uh, yeah, and that that's that's pretty much all I have for, I have for him. Um, all right, well, rest in peace, Maradona. Yeah, there's, there's a debate of whether he's the greatest football player that ever lived. Um, I think he is, if you look at what he's done uh, back then. If, if, if you look at a movie, um, like, a, like a real like action hero movie, where you know, a guy gets dropped into a situation and you know, he, has, he has to pull everyone together and like, forward mm -hmm. and, and you know, beat whatever the bad guy is. And he was that character. He was like, a, um, he will take... A, uh, overwhelming odds, and he would run it, just run straight at it. Like, it was a, I think he was quite a bit of an underdog. He was seen as a bit of an underdog because of his origins, but um, the man to be feared on the pitch and off the pitch late at night. Uh, Diego Maradona. I remember that uh, that um, that press conference in the FIFA World Cup in South Africa when he was listening to that translator, and I think that translator was. His translator was telling him in his ear, he's calling you gay, he's calling you gay, he's calling you gay. Because his, his, his reaction was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, well, yeah, there's also, uh, um, if, if that was the case, it's completely understandable. You don't, you don't have to look at it as a homophobic thing. Um, look at it as if you look at it where he comes from it's a highly mostly catholic orientated um communities and within those communities um in argentina and in europe it's still very much something that was frowned upon for quite some time and uh the, the, they are normally very close to their religion you know they're always wearing their, their crucifixes or their yeah the beads and they're doing the crossing the chest and things so so it's a very much a yeah, yeah, first, thing and yeah, they would have to challenge any anything like that well uh, i think if in in no in no special order it's 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 religion and then cocaine or cocaine and then religion or one of the two i think it's i think it's the, the latter because you you fuck your life up and then you turn to religion 
Yeah, I've seen that happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a uh, it's it's, it's uh, I suppose people people's people are weak and they need some mm. kind of strength. They need some kind of um, feeling of. Look, I think if they all gave us cocaine during Corona, we would all beat the beat the virus. I think they beat more than just the virus. Um, no, I mean, it, it, I don't mean it as a as a after the drugs thing. I think it was, it's just the community. It's it's before the drugs as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's, it's the people he met with and all of that. And strangely enough, um, in Pakia, many Pakia first um, shit, I've forgotten his name now. Um, who's the guy? That, what was his name? The boxer, famous boxer. No idea who you're talking about. And I know who Manny Paco is. I don't know who the other uh, boxer. He's obviously not that important because I can't even remember his name. Anyone know on the show? Marius, are you a boxing fan? Um, I, keep, I, I keep thinking George Floyd, but it's not George Floyd. Oh, no, no, no. Um, um, Floyd Mayweather. Yes, Floyd Mayweather. So when he was although, I mean, having, although seeing Flo George Floyd box would be quite entertaining. He tried, he didn't make it. Um, <laughs> anyway, so when, um, when he was fighting um, Pac-Man, what he did was he openly, he openly, um, he won the fight before Pac even got to America. That's, that's the thing that people don't realize. He, uh, he did a like, mind fuck with him by um, asking him how he felt, like, if he was uh, supporting gay people and gay rights. And. Um, where he comes from that is a very big no-no so of course he had to front and say no no he doesn't support it because his main support base and, and, and family and everyone is that is a strong belief system there so um yeah it was a psychological move and he, he actually won the fight because of that that's completely fucked with him and his game i think Pac-Man would take him any day of the week hmm. uh, anyway going that was going off uh, off track a bit but um bringing you something new okay weird sports right tell us what's in, what's what's in the schedule for today what have we got shin kicking shin it's kicking shin right. kicking it's not just uh, uh, something that guys in, in football do um when they pretend to 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 get hurt and fall down and, and act and get penalties um yeah so the rules are simple uh, you have to make your opponent fall down by kicking him in the shins. And this is actually a sport? This is a real sport. It's played in England. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and if you do this, you win the round. Um, so the one who, who sort of wins all the all, this, all the kicking and you know, is the last man standing, he's the winner. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm taking that. Don't wear knee pads or anything like that. No, but you're also not allowed to wear spikes or anything like that. So it's right. it's a it's a it's a targeting game. You have to hit the, the the shin on the right place. I mean, you can get hurt kicking a shin as well. Um, I, I used to have quite hard shins. So when people tried to kick me in the shins, they would normally fall over and cry. Um, but not anymore. Now I'm like I'm, now I'm old. Now I'm, I'm, things break. I need to take more care. I can't go as hard as I used to. Um, have you ever been kicked in the shin? Uh, no, but I've had a cricket ball um, uh, into my shins. Mm. Mm. I'm just having a I'm, I'm having a look at the rules now of this game. Um, it does not involve kicking the opponent the opponent to the ground, nor pushing the opponent to the ground. Uh, shins must be kicked before a throw can be achieved. Uh, contact must be made. A throw is not valid unless the thrower in the process of kicking and has one foot off the ground. So kicking him in the shins, in other words. Mm. In, in layman terms, yes. Yeah. It's more fun to see it that way. Yes. Oh, that, that, that looks like a very entertaining sport to go and watch. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What, what is uh, next? There is the sport of competitive ironing. You're kidding me. Uh, no, you're, now you're taking the piss. They can't, like, they cannot be a sport of competitive ironing. I think it started out as a gag and then it just it got out of hand. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a mixture between sport, physical ability, and um, 
performance art, I suppose. Oh, People take, uh, man. take ironing board and iron and the shirt and they iron it uh, someplace strange. Some guys like, climb up a mountain and they're hanging on the ropes. Other guys are parachuting and they're doing it. Um, that's the most dangerous one, I think. That's that's the highest level of skill is if you can parachute and do some ironing. Um, guys do it underwater with an, with uh, you know aqualung. They'll they'll go down and scuba for a bit and do some ironing. Then record it all for prosperity, and that that is that is how they compete. It's a, it's sort of more of a, a less um, controlled sport. What, what is no this called again? The sport? Anything. It's just a, who's done the most insane insane thing. What is the sport um, called again? Competitive ironing. Okay, I'm having, shirt. having a look at the at the at the um, rules of this game because this is. Oh wow! You you get a you get a a a twenty twenty list. Right. Okay, carry on. Sorry, I mean interacting this. So. Are you, are you enjoying are you enjoying I'm loving this. This is terrific. This is better than any sports report you're going to get on the radio. Okay, so the third one, I think the most most insane one I've, I've come across so far, the most intense one, is underwater upside-down hockey. Now, you've probably heard of underwater hockey. No, never heard of underwater hockey. Gosh, where do you live? I don't really pay much attention to sports. That's the thing. I told you it, it took it took a few people I knew to tell me that the Springboks are in the final. What? The Springboks in the final again? <laughs> well, when 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 they do when they do des decide to play rugby again, yes. Well, when they decide to play rugby again, I hope they play in the Netherlands, and I hope they all play for the Netherlands because the Netherlands needs a rugby team. And what better place to buy them from in South Africa? They can just buy the Bulls team. At any given moment, We've already got a, a South African right. coach, um, Hein Krieg, who I spoke with the other day. Okay. Mm. Anyway, so under down, upside down, underwood hockey. Um, it's played in Finland, Australia, Germany, and a few other European countries. What it basically is, is the guys wait until the lake freezes over. Right? You got me? A lake freezes yeah. over. Then they, they uh, open up bits of the ice and they create an underwater hockey field. So the hockey puck floats. So obviously it floats to the top, it hits the top of the ice and the players have to go in with hockey sticks and they're obviously wearing wetsuits and, and um, masks and fins. And then they have to pass the puck around and score goals. So that is, that is quite out there. Um, and you're not allowed to use, um, you know, breathing breathing apparatus. You have to hold your breath, go under the ice, um, and and play. And uh, whoever can hold the breath the longest, I think, is the one that will probably win. I'm just having a, I'm having a look at the rules for um, for this undersport hockey. In fact, the rules don't it, die. It's actually well, it's actually the injuries more that I'm looking at, and um, it Drowning. says many injuries are torn muscles and light scratches. But major injury, major in injuries might include very deep uh, cuts. Uh, you're, thinking, you're thinking of underwater hockey. Yeah. This is this is underwater upside down hockey. There's a difference. Yes. The one you swim, the other one you are literally upside down. Oh God. Walking okay. up against the ice. So you're underneath a sheet of ice on the lake. You've gone underneath it. You're standing upside down, so your head is facing down towards the bottom, and your feet are standing on the ice. Right. Okay, this, this just sounds like a sport I'd never play, even if I was drunk. Uh, I, I think know. you'd have to be drunk to play this sport. Um, I wouldn't wouldn't put it past you, past them, past you ever started it. Uh, definitely, uh, yeah, definitely a... A weird one. Okay. What else yeah, do you have for us? No, that's as weird as I can get tonight. It's upside down hockey. And to disturb my Baron Dada's passing. All right. Well, I think that that, uh, that deserves a uh, round of applause. Because that was one of the best sports reports I ever heard. So well done. Okay, cool. Thank you, Thomas. I learn new things about sports every week. What's... Uh, I can't, in fact, I don't even want to know what we're going to have next week. Surprise us. Yeah, I think I will. Mm, all right. 
I am, I am running out of sports, so I'm going to have to start digging into the dark side of, of, of things. Um, Look, yeah. that, this, the, this is the thing. You're not a regular sports um, uh, app report, so you can give us... I mean, I'm sure there's a sport about dogging. Dogging? I'm sure there is. I'm sure you'll probably find do some research for us for next week. Dogging. Do oh, some, yeah. Do some research on sports dogging or something. It's got to be something like that. Competitive dogging. Mm. <laughs> oh, let's see. All right, cool. Thank you, Thomas. Okay, let's get into some news. Did you enjoy that, by the way, Natasha? The sports report. All I was thinking is I would suck at competitive ironing. Are you bad at ironing? I don't think. What so. ironing? I send things to the laundromat. These Ooh. hands do not iron. If it doesn't come out of the dryer uncreased, off to the laundromat it goes. I'm not that kind of woman or wife. Hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. We don't iron either. Oh, right. So it's just me that irons. Marius, do you iron? I'm sure Marius irons. He's very military. No, I learned a lot of tricks in, in the military, so uh, uh, I know how to get the clothes ready that it looks like it's ironed. <laughs> okay, so I'm the only one that irons on the show. Ah, okay. All right. Well, let's get into the news. <laughs> now, uh, the heads of Europe's biggest uh, ind- uh, industrial companies have declared that uh, the block is on its way to recovery. Uh, showing a sharp rebound in confidence in uh, prospects for their businesses and the economy over the next six months. Now, while cautioning that uh, a recovery was still fragile uh, as the second wave sweeps across Europe, uh, Europe's leading industrialists say they've seen a large improvement in business, in business conditions, even before the news broke of a successful vaccine uh, trial last week. Uh, the poll found that a measure of their confidence had jumped from 34 out of 100 in May to 61 at the end of October. Uh, any score above 50 relates, uh, uh, reflects, should I say, more positives than negative uh, responses. And, uh, sorry, I, I heard a buzz and I got distracted. That wasn't me, by the way. I'm hearing things in my, in my ears. Okay. Okay. Back to business. Back to business. I'm getting distracted here. Uh, but there is still a lot of uh, um, fragile fragility in the, in the European economy. Uh, much of which can uh, affect similar companies. Uh, that large industries can re- uh, can rely on in in such as uh, supply chains and European industrial companies. So there you go. Apparently, uh, uh, apparently, uh, the the European markets have uh, have have reported in in a uh, in in confidence. That's good news. I, I like this. I like hearing news like this. Okay, uh, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read something else, and it's a. Uh, it's gonna. It's not. It's not good news. But you know, as I say with many things, not a lot of things are good news. And uh, one of the one of the stories is that um, a a magistrate uh, warned uh, that uh, these two people can go to jail. Apparently, a 17-year-old mother appeared in the, child, in, the, in, the in the high court in, in, in Pretoria uh, today. Uh, her lover, who is 30 years old, um, also appeared in court. Uh, they are charged with uh, killing their their 17 uh, their their two year, their two months should I say two month old uh, uh, two month old daughter. Can you believe this? Can you believe? Did you guys hear about the story of um, there was a, there was, a, there was there's a couple in in South Africa and they they they, they appeared in, in court today because they cured uh, they they killed their two month old baby. 
did you hear did you hear about the story apparently um the 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 mother listen to this the mother is 17 years old and the father is 30 years old it's shocking huh i always get really uh i always get really sad when i when i hear stuff like this because it's always um it's always it's always the child that has to suffer Terrible. Okay. I'm just getting. I'm having some technical difficulties on on our on our on our news screen. So bear with me. Okay. I'm gonna get it back on. This is this is the this is the, this is what you call you know this isn't real radio. This is a podcast. Okay. I've got the news back on my on my screen. Uh, so the Soweto couple uh, appeared uh, separately in a in a Pretoria magistrate's courts uh, today for allegedly killing their uh, two-month-old daughter. Uh, the couple faces charges of murder, rape, and child abuse. Oh, my God. Uh, the judge said, uh, if found guilty, uh, you uh, both of you will stay in jail for the rest of your life. Uh, rape is a minor uh, rape of a minor child carries a prescribed minimum sentence of life. A murder with aggravating circus- uh, circumstances also carries a sentence of life, while child abuse carries a minimum. Listen to this: a minimum sentence of ten years in jail. Uh, the magistrate, the magistrate, the magistrate said, "Can you believe that?" So. A murder and and rape, you can get life in, in prison imprisonment, but child abuse carries a minimum sentence of just ten years. Why not just make all three a a a life in imprisonment uh, sentence? Hmm, that is outrageous. It's no wonder, and, and, and I say this in 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 in. In 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 regret, I say this in regret, but it's it's no wonder that there's so many child rapists in South Africa because they know. Okay, well, the minimum is ten years. It's not like okay, I'm going to get life imprisonment. That is outrageous. Wow. Now it's alleged that the victim was allegedly raped and assaulted at her stepfather's home in Deepcliff. Uh, the minor uh, later sus- uh, succumbed to her injuries at the Chris Hani Baraguanov Hospital on the 19th of November. Uh, the couple was arrested uh, uh, yesterday after an investigation by the police. See now these these people should not. If it was down to me, and again, this is where this is why I cannot be a president of a country, because these kinds of people will never see the light of day ever again. They're going to go to jail and uh, never going to see the light of day ever again. Makes me, makes me just, makes me just really sad. All right, uh, let's, let's move on from that. It's very depressing news. Hmm? It's very depressing. Let's get some more good news, shall we? Because we like a bit of good news. Uh, Goldman Sachs is uh, planning a European stock trading platform uh, to ensure its clients can still buy and sell shares. Uh, the Wall Street Bank uh, has applied to French regulators to start a Paris-based trading venue called Sigma X Europe, uh, according to the company, and it intends to open before January the 4th, subject obviously to regular, uh, regular regulatory approvals. You know the thing about the thing about all of these companies pulling out of out of London because of Brexit and moving to Amsterdam or or Paris. If I was, and thank goodness I don't have, I don't think I do, but I need to double check. But I don't think I have a lot of money in the UK. I think what everyone, what everyone should do, that's that's living abroad. You should just withdraw whatever money you have left in the UK. Just re- withdraw all of it and just make that country so bankrupt 
it will want to join the European Union again. It will plead to join the EU again. I was talking to some guy earlier because uh, he mentioned uh, that uh, he was reading something about the UK and he he didn't know that he didn't know I was from South Africa, so he thought I was from the UK. So I thought oh, I'll play along to this to this game. And he was saying to me that um, he he strongly believes that uh, the UK is actually better without the EU. And I asked him, and my reply was, "Are you drunk?" And he didn't give me an answer for that, which suggests to me that he was drunk. Because why would you think that? Why would you think something so heinous like that? So I think what everyone should do, if you do have any bank accounts in the UK, just withdraw everything, every single cent that you have from that country. Make it as bankrupt. I mean, they really don't have money already. The, the Chancellor, the Chancellor of the UK is already saying to everyone that's gone back onto furlough, which is the government's uh, scheme to pay people for not working. He's already said, look, I can't afford to keep everyone on furlough anymore, even though there's a virus. So even, you know, so ordinary people who go, who have normal jobs, so, you know, who work in retail. So those people can't go to work. So they're forced to stay at home. Now he's telling those people, look, I don't have money anymore or we're going to run out of money to keep you at home. So you know what? I think just withdraw everything that you have, all your assets, everything. Make that country as bankrupt as you possibly can. With I'll tell you right now, before January, the UK will be pleading to go back to the, U, to, to go back to the EU. Honestly, I get so... I don't get annoyed very often. I, I'm actually a really easygoing guy, but stuff like this really does annoy me. Why would you want to even? Why would you want to even think the UK is better off without the UK? Honestly, you must, you must be one of uh, uh, Maradona's uh, uh, drug dealer suppliers or something like that, or maybe you buy drugs for Maradona or, or something. But yeah. Uh, now, yesterday, uh, yesterday Natasha uh, mentioned, not yesterday, there was no show yesterday, what am I talking about? You see, I'm so used to being here every day, I revert to everything as yesterday. Uh, on Monday, I think it was, Monday, uh, Natasha uh, said that uh, we might be getting... Um, Pass, uh, like COVID passports or health passports if we're looking at traveling uh, in the future. Well, that's uh, that's going to happen. A global airline lobby, uh, AITA, is working on a mobile app um, that will help travelers demonstrate their, corona their, their, their coronavirus-free status, uh, joining a push to introduce the so-called COVID passports uh, to speed up the revival of international travel. Uh, now, the, the, now the travel pass will display tests, uh, test results together with proof of, uh, of um, inclusion, as well as uh, listing uh, national entry rules and details on the nearest labs, according to the International Air Transport, Air Transport Association. Uh, the app will also link to the uh, will also will also link to an uh, electronic copy of the passport of the holder's passport to prove their identity. You know, it's almost like Natasha can tell she can read into the future. She said this on Monday. I should have, I should have bet money on this. You I should have. have. Money out of my predictions. <laughs> I honestly, it's not too late, by the way. <laughs> but that's that's. I think that's just going to be the new norm. And to be honest with you, I think. You know, if that is the case, if it means me having to do that, I mean, we have to do that anyway when we go for drinks. Um, you know, if, if you want to go for drinks with with friends, when when restaurants were still open during COVID, during the summertime, if you wanted to sit down somewhere, you'd have to scan a QR code and then you'd have to register your details, which, by the way, anyone can lie on those forms. 
because it asks you, have you been in have you been in contact with anyone within, I don't know, what was it, 24 hours? Um, who may have had coronavirus? And you can say either yes or no. So anyone can lie on that form. But I think that's just gonna be the future of, of travel. You know, we we're gonna give our passports to the immigration officer and then they're gonna tell us, okay, scan your QR code. And everything that's wrong with you, whether you have health issues, underlining health issues, whatever. Um, I think that's pretty cool. I think that's that's the way to go. Uh, a test program will begin with British Airways uh, this year before arriving uh, on Apple devices uh, in the first quarter of next year. And uh, Android from, from April next year. Uh, travelers will also be able to share their status with border authorities or present a QR code for scanning. So, very good news uh, uh, in the in the future. The future looks good. Looks the future looks very good. Now, listen to this. The weekend. Do you know the weekend? Do you know the singer Natasha? The the week the he's 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 always complaining. This guy. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Yeah, I know. I actually like his music. Really. I do. I do. Doesn't mean I like him as a as a person. I mean, there are a few Kanye songs I like, and I think Kanye is an asshat. Well, I think I think the weekend is just is, is Canada's version of Kanye West because he's also he doesn't make sense most of the time when he talks. But apparently The weekend alleges that the Grammys are corrupt. Well, we all knew that. And he says that the Grammys are corrupt because he didn't win any award. Well, it's because you're not good enough. That's why. Uh, he said that the Grammys remain corrupt after receiving no nominations in the latest award list uh, for, his 20, uh, for his 2020 album. Nor for his uh, single, uh, his single, his single, uh, Blinding Lights, which became the biggest song of the past year. Uh, he went on Twitter and said that uh, the Grammys owe him, his fans, and the industry, and, 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 owns, and says that the industry needs transparency. No, I just think you're just not good enough. Honestly, that's all it is. You know, it's the same. It's the same as those. It's the same as those those um, talent shows. You know, a lot of people. A lot of people cry when they get evicted. It's like no, it's called a talent show, and you don't have the talent. That's why you got in, got evicted. It's quite simple. If you're not, if your song's not a a a a, a song that you'll go back to on your iPod. Or on your on your on your on your in your car or whatever, people aren't going to download it. It's that simple. That's how it works nowadays. Okay, and uh, lastly, this is a this is really good news. I think we'll we'll end the news with some good news since we since we started off with a bit of sad, horrible news. This is really good news. Uh, Google. Google's going to give you money if you com- if you complete simple tasks uh, with its new app. Now, if you've ever wanted to earn money very easily, now you can. Uh, Google says it has a new app called uh, TaskMate uh, that lets you earn money by completing tasks such as taking pictures of uh, storefronts or recording a short uh, voice clip. Now, at the moment, unfortunately, the app is only available in India. Oh, fuck's sakes. But Google is looking to roll it out uh, to the rest of the world uh, next year. And you'll also, you will also need an invitation code uh, to sign up and start uh, working on these tasks. It appears there aren't many codes uh, yet around. So there you go. Something to look forward to next year. You can do tasks for Google. You can take pictures of stores, send a voice clip. People, I think this is a terrific idea because people can be really honest. They can send a voice clip and say, yes, I was at this restaurant. I had 
terrible service. The waiter was terrible. Because you can you can say so much. I think if people had to listen to your voice, a lot more meaning would would come out of it than writing a review. Because you know you can you can make out by somebody's tone of their voice. So I think this is a really good a uh, a really good idea. Uh, the task mate uh, divides tasks into two categories, uh, which are sitting tasks such as recording sentences and field tasks such as taking photographs. Uh, you'll be paid in your local currency once uh, reviewers approve uh, your completed task. So basically, you you can't be rude. <laughs> you can't be rude about that, um, whatever it is that you are reviewing, otherwise you can't get paid. But that's not stopping you from lying. So you can tell people what a wonderful place it is when it actually isn't. Uh, there are no details on how these inputs might be used, but Google uh, will expect it will expectedly use them to improve its search uh, dictation and image uh, recognition processes. So there we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that wraps it up for tonight. I think we learned a lot on tonight's show. We learned about, jeez, underwater, what? Under, underwater hockey we learned about. Shin kicking, that, that's Is a sport. Ironing. I, I, oh, my God. We learned about uh, a whiskey. Jeez, I, I love this show so much. Honestly, I've learned more up on this show than I that I ever did when I was in school. I'm not saying I'm not saying school's not good for you, but maybe it's just maybe the school I went to wasn't good for me. But anyway, all right. Uh, wrap up warmly. It is uh, it's freezing outside. It's I'm not gonna lie, it's freezing. But you know what? It's not raining, and I don't know I, if this is what winter's like in the Netherlands. I count me in. Because I'm used to weather a winter in the UK where it it it's just depressing and it, it just rains. It's really depressing. Here it's 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 really cold, but the sun is still out. That's nice. I, I can I can handle that. So wrap up warmly and uh, we'll chat tomorrow.